someone that I think is probably the most one of the most disgusting people that most people will meet. You guys sure make a fucking run for my money. What? I take so offense. you're you're the most disgusting person you think people will ever meet. I've probably pooped my pants in front of most of my friends. Yeah, or well. thrown up on yourself, or thrown up on myself. <laughs> I just think I think there's a lot of. I well, think there's a lot of smells and sounds and poops coming out of me that <laughs> I think it's hard to rival that. But then every single week, you guys just make gross sounds. That's because we what? keep eating dairy and Be- cheese. Yeah, because we I can't- eat dairy and cheese, but I'm not having a fucking orchestra coming out of my mouth every single I'm a, week. I'm a naturally congested person. I don't know what you're asking of me. I am too. You're asking him to I change the inner workings of his body. No one can do that. I'm asking him to change his reaction to the inner workings. <laughs> <laughs> I just see the massive peak, the massive peak of audio from your <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, I, I have, I have, I always have problems with shit getting stuck. Like, it feels like it's in my sinuses in the back of my throat. So it's really hard to get that stuff out. I figured out a way how to get it out, um, but I have to be in the shower to do it. How do you do it? I put, you know, the, the, um, you know, the shower heads that switch um, from a regular shower and it'll go off and then it'll go to like a high stream, pressure. high pressure stream out of the middle. Uh-huh. You're just hitting so your throat I with put that? It, yeah, <laughs> I put it on that and then I aim it up and then I put my mouth like over it so it shoots in the back of my th- back of my throat and I like go and I move it around and so it usually breaks up anything that's back there. Wow. I yeah. think over time you're going to like rub a hole into the back of your neck. Yeah, I'll just be shooting, out, <laughs> shooting water out the back of my neck. <laughs> hey, Brandon, what's this hole? Oh, that's my blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to describe it. <laughs> It'd be no more eating burritos for me because they'd just go right through. What do you mean? A Why burrito, burritos? A burrito. Just the perfect, the like perfect a, cylinder. Uh, yeah, it'll just like, go right. But at least you would still taste it <laughs> as it's going through. Yeah, you can, you can only <laughs> you can it. only eat like triangular shaped food yeah. <laughs> or square. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is dinner with a movie. I'm one of your hosts, Blake, and I'm joined by Brandon, and we're joined by Jose, and we watched. A little movie called The Lord of the Rings this week. A little three movies called Lord of the Rings Extended a, Editions. A, a little three movies. A, a little, little three, three movies. 12 hours Each of getting movies. longer and longer. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, there we go. Oh, there we go. At least I squelched it and turned away and put my hand in front of my Well, because you guys already used up your one loud, disgusting sound for that. I disagree. Oh, we're only a loud one? Since for when? The, for the cold opening. Oh, okay. Well, it's not cold, is it? The warm opening. Gassy opening. Yeah, the gassy opening. <laughs> <laughs> the phlegmy gassy yeah. opening. Uh, but we're focusing Ooh. on Fellowship of the Ring this week, the extended edition of that. Um, I guess we could start with you, Brandon. What's your experience with this movie? Um, Well, I saw the original theatrical release um, in the movie theater. And then I didn't watch it again until the extended version came out on uh, a DVD. So I have the extended versions on DVD, 
with the cool little um they were like a box set each of them were a box set and they had something cool in them like i know that um one has the bookends with the the kings holding out their hands at the it's the entrance to gondor right um on on the river on the sides of the river uh are they not going to rohan or i guess that no, is they're gondor. going to gondor yeah yeah um and uh other one has um what is it minus tirith is that what it's called yeah. the city minus tirith yeah um and the other one I forget what the other one has in it. I I put them in a box so long ago. Um, and then I got the Blu-rays, which is what we watched. We started watching it in 4K, and then halfway through the first movie, the internet cut out, so we switched to Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've only watched, since I watched it in the theaters, I've only watched the extended editions of these movies. And so on my second watch this week... Yesterday, I watched the regular version, mm-hmm. and I missed a lot of stuff. Missed um, a lot. I missed. I missed watching a lot of extended version stuff. Yeah, really. So there's there's a lot more than you thought that was yeah. added in the extended. Really. Yeah, because it's been so long since I watched it. Yeah, so it's kind of like it's odd what's missing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's strange. It's strange to to watch, go back and watch it without those those things mm. and they do add they do add to the movie most most of them do okay. mostly runtime <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'd be curious if i watch, went back and watched it because i don't know maybe it's because i've been so separated from those but i'm of the mind that there's very few scenes from the extended that i mean i i don't know i feel like when I watch the extended, I just can't stop thinking like this. I mean, maybe I should just watch the shorter version because this is a little absurd. One of my favorite scenes in the extended versions um, is whenever they're all getting their, well, we can go into this later, but mm. um, Gimli's gift. That's the only scene I think that the theatrical version needed. That is my, yeah, that is my favorite. Just, just Gimli's gift alone mm-hmm. is my favorite part of the extended versions, which is not in the theatrical release. Did they go through all the gifts? No, they only okay. give, they only, they don't even give the rope. They just do Frodo. They just do Frodo's. Yeah. They just do the star for Frodo. So it was, yeah, that, that I miss that. I miss a lot. Um, actually. Yeah. I feel like I would miss that too. Yeah. Uh, all the gifts feel like, yeah. Cause then they, they, the rope and then they use the rope and, at the beginning two of, towers, of yeah. Two Towers, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jose, how's your experience with this movie? Um, Saturday was the first time that I watched all of them. And I watched, uh, and so my experience has only been the extended editions. I watched most of the theatrical edition of Fellowship today. But um, it still feels really long. <laughs> <laughs> It still feels really long. I was, I was looking for the bed. I fell asleep. <laughs> um, I, I did fall asleep, but I was awake during that part when we watch it on Saturday. So I don't feel like I missed much. Yeah. Yeah. Did you fall asleep during fellowship at all? I don't think so. Cause I know you were out during like the beginning of two towers. I was I think. out. Uh, I was out during the whole Rohan bit of two towers. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was out. I fell asleep yeah. a little bit there too. Yeah. 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 I think I fell asleep. Cause I did not see the funeral of, um, the king's son. Mm-hmm. 
I did not see that at all. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't hear Brandon and I talking about uh, <laughs> what are what's her name? Laughing, fucking singing. crazy loud singing. Um, Arrow, Arrowin, Arrowin. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, their their names are dumb. Yeah, I, I fell asleep during Two Towers for sure in Return of the King because that one's four hours plus. I think Return of the King is the longest, but I think it went by the fastest. It, it did. Yeah, it feels, I just it fell asleep because like I because I was tired, yeah. not because it was boring. Well, mm-hmm. neither of us got a good night's sleep before, right? For yeah. for our own stupid reasons. But yeah, I, I I tried my best to stay awake during Fellowship because I know that's what we'd, we'd be talking about today. Yeah, I fell I fell asleep on on Saturday during Fellowship. <laughs> In it was the, early in, in the, the loudest part of fellowship. Was it I during the uh, the fight at the end with the Urukai? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always during the loudest part. Um, but like like I mentioned on Saturday, I've seen I've started fellowship so many times, and each time I'd made it make it a little bit further than before. Um. So I and I know a lot about like the movies already. Like I know the general plot before I even watch them. But yeah, this was my first experience with them. Nice. Yeah. Uh, for myself, I did not watch them in the theaters, but I don't know when I watched them on DVD, uh, but my parents didn't initially let me watch them because they were too scary and violent. Um, but I can't remember when I when I first started watching it, but I think I don't think I watched Fellowship that much. I think I watched it a little bit. It was mainly Two Towers, mainly for Helm's Deep, and then the um, Return of the King for like all the big battles. So I watched through Fellowship mainly for the Urukai scenes and the and the goblin fight in the uh, Mines of Moria, um, but looking back on it now, uh, I think who made a noise? Who disrupted my moment? That wasn't me. Yeah, looking back on it now, like I think, and we'll get into this more, but I think the extended editions feel really long, um, and maybe. Maybe it's one of those things where, like, if I turn and I watch the other ones, I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, extended. Like, you got to watch them. Um, but I think for Fellowship, it kind of works, though, because I think the structure of, like, all the three movies works so well in terms of, like, the the gradual, like, increase of them separating and building kind of the story on all their own ends. So this one's starting with, like, all of them together. And being such like a, for the most part, like a calm, like exposition setting everything up works really well in the context of all three of them. Um, so all the Shire stuff I think is just really wonderful. And yeah, I, I think um, this movie sets like a really good tone and the music and everything and just always, always hit me really well, even as a kid um, wanting to get the action parts. I still appreciated all the, all the beauty of the, the New Zealand. So, so another, um, the whole Bilbo introduction of the Shire and Hobbits and all of that is an extended edition thing. Yeah. So I miss that as well. Um, just as much as I miss, um, miss them getting their, their gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because it's funny and it, it sets the tone for Hobbits. Um, it, it shows you that all of these, all of these hobbits are carefree that, that what they, what they really care about in their core, 
um, is working working well tilled soil and they're they're country folk that mind their own business. They just want to be in the Shire. They just want to drink and eat and have fun, and and mind their own business. Um, and to take Frodo out of that and Sam out of that, Frodo especially because Frodo can never come back from this. Um, that part of him is is lost. It's gone because the ring has affected him so, so largely like it's done to Bilbo and to, to Smeagol. So um, I miss that from the theatrical release. I miss that in the theatrical release. Um, that that's one of the greatest um, omissions. I think that, that has a lot of weight behind it and makes you understand um, what this ring does, what this ring does to you mm-hmm. through Frodo. Yeah. And pretty much all the Mary Pippin, Frodo and Sam bits um, throughout the rest of the series, they're always talking about, remember the Shire, remember like what we're going back to and all that. So yeah, having that comparison yeah. for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and having them omit also uh, Saruman um, going to the Shire at the end of return of the King. Um I don't know what that would have. How, how do you feel like having read the book? I'm mm-hmm. not saying it should have been in the movie, but how did how did that in the book kind of, um, did that help or hurt? Kind of like the Shire part of it. To and- me, it always felt like um, they were just left to their own devices. Like, okay, you have to go back to the Shire, but you need help, and you can't get it from any of us. Like, you saved Middle Earth. You hobbits saved Middle Earth, but we're now not going to save the Shire. You have to do that on your own. So no and one goes to help. Like so Gandalf it, doesn't help. No one goes to help them. No, wow. they had, they do it all themselves. They the hobbits do it all themselves. So so it always felt like it was like weird in the book to me that it was that it was really strange. Um, it was a strange turn in the book because they knew that. Saruman had gone to the Shire that he was wreaking havoc in the Shire and the, the hobbits went, went to go free the Shire. Mm. So yeah, it was really strange. Yeah. Really, really strange in the books. Uh, uh, you want to do some fun facts? Yeah, let's do some fun facts. Alrighty. Um, I for, I should have looked up the extended editions runtime, but uh, the Fellowship of the Ring came out in 2001. Its run, theatrical runtime was two hours and 58 minutes. It was directed by Peter Jackson, who did all of the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, uh, King Kong. The Frighteners. The Frighteners. I've heard Frighteners is very good. Lovely Bones. I've heard Lovely Bones is very good, too. Mm-hmm. And then it was written by um, the screenplay, at least was by also Peter Jackson and Fran Walsh, who looks like works with Peter Jackson on everything that he does. So she also did all of the Lord of the Rings, King Kong, The Hobbit, Lovely Bones. And that's that's it for my fun facts. Uh, cinematographer is Andrew Lesney. Uh, he also did um, The Hobbit films, all the other Lord of the Rings. He did King Kong as well, I Am Legend. Uh, he also did The Last Airbender. 
Uh, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. The movie he did before The Fellowship of the Ring was Babe Pig in the City. <laughs> oh, oh. That was, that was a good movie. Was it? I, I can't remember seeing it. Babe and Babe Pig in the City are, mm-hmm. are both good. Yeah. I know I know Babe is very highly critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I I when he goes to the city is it really a big deal? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. I think it's Is good. is it the natural progression in the storyline? Yeah. <laughs> For Babe, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that soon. Um, and we should also mention Howard Short as the music for this, who also did it for Spotlight. Um, and also, um, I believe we had said he did for. Uh... Oh, oh, dang it! It wasn't Mrs. Doubtfire, was it? No, I can't remember. No, it I can't was... remember. There was there was a joke one I had at the time, and I can't remember what it was. And now it's not funny. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been Mrs. Doubtfire. No. Music in Mrs. Doubtfire is good. Not saying that his music for this wasn't good. Yeah. But, but it was just a one-off. Twilight. Kind of. Howard Shore did Twilight? It looks like I'm, I'm confirming. Really? <laughs> Let's see. Howard. Howie. Well, just because you do music Howie, for a what the fuck? silly movie, it doesn't yeah. mean... Yeah, oh, he did Eclipse. Let's see if he did any of the other ones. He did The Departed as well. Aviator. Gangs of New York. Okay, it looks like he did one of the Twilights. High Fidelity. It sounds like he should have had more Twilights in his, uh, no, in they his, just, in his pocket. They just used the same over and over and over and over. It is Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> okay, great. Was, yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. Why was that funny? Oh, I, I just because we were talking about Spotlight and then <clears throat> that he also did. Oh, Mrs. that Doubtfire. it's such a different, was funny. different yeah. film. Than he also Spotlight. did Big. Yeah. yeah, he's got he's got range. He has good yeah, music. That's a, yeah, those it's are really good music. Those are all good. Um, yeah. What do you want? Uh, you got? Oh yeah, you got your logline. Yeah, I do. I wrote it. Uh, just I don't need a new names show. this week. I feel like this is. A very... I feel like we should test you on the harder ones. Okay. I think I I have I have I have one for you. Okay, we'll keep doing I, it. I, want, I feel I want, like I'm I want fighting to know, I want segment. to know. You're fighting just, this very I'm hard. I'm fighting the segment. Yeah, the more you fight okay. it, the more we're gonna push it. <laughs> yeah, I I keep trying to be funny in my log lines, and it just I can't be funny. You should be as serious as possible. Okay, here's a serious one. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not. Oh yeah, it is on this page. Uh, a young hobbit is manipulated into into taking an evil ring to be destroyed while confronting adversaries, both friends and foe, that want the ring for different reasons. Yeah. That's Fellowship of the Ring. Mm-hmm. And then they all get together and they have a good time. You think they all kissed a little bit in the Fellowship? The way Frodo and Sam look at each other sometimes, I do think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, in the in the beginning, whenever Gandalf comes to the Shire, Frodo does like run and throw himself and throw himself throw throw himself into Gandalf's arms. Yeah. Like like full on like flying embrace. Through the air. Did yeah. um did just like J.K. Rowling did J.R.R. come out and say that like Dumbledore uh, or uh. Uh, Gandalf was Gandalf gay. Was gay. <laughs> <laughs> only, only Gandalf the gray, Gandalf the white. He's asexual. He's he, there's no sexuality. There <laughs> I think he's gay for hobbits. Oh yeah, uh, well, gay, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hobbits and uh, and uh, uh, what is it? Shire weed. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I always wonder, is this, is this like pot is, is the weed from the Shire pot or is it feel just like, like tobacco? You think it's just tobacco. Cause you don't really see them get like high. Right. But maybe but that's why the hobbits do. are so carefree all the time. I, yeah, that's just possible. Stoned. I think that's maybe why that's hobbits what, eat so much. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Merry and Pippin, when they're kind of munching down on all that good stuff in uh, Two Towers, mm-hmm. um, also that extended scene. They, they kind of look like they're a little bit stoned. Then. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. But they were definitely, I feel like they were more portrayed as drunk in that scene. So I don't know. We didn't see we didn't see the sunken red eyes. And you do see you do see whenever Bilbo is smoking with Dumbledore, he looks kind of like yeah, his eyes are kind of heavy. So I always wonder is this is this actual like Hobbit marijuana or that would be my guess, or is it like tobacco? Because you see multiple people smoking it, smoking. Yeah, it's called pipe weave. Pipe weave. Pipe weed, right? Um, from what I'm seeing, it's just a variation on uh, tobacco. Tobacco, yeah. But they would say that, right? They would say that. They would say because he would at that time. JRR would be like arrested if he wrote about weed. Would he? Yeah, I mean, everybody would be arrested if they even think about marijuana. Back in those days. Back in those days. What? what Brandon. What, what, back in those. <laughs> He'd days. be arrested for even thinking about. Uh, a green, you know, he'd be arrested for even writing about a an ethnic person in his books. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there are. I, I I am going to argue. I'm going to argue the ethnicity thing. <laughs> there are different ethnicities other than black and white. Right, 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 and and hobbits are very different ethnicity than elves are very different ethnicity than man is very are, are different they, is, are they not a race or goblins or orakai right well the, the argument would be like if you compare it to like a what like a like a northwest like europe medieval times at the time right it'd be pretty white yeah yeah probably that's yeah. probably what they're kind of referring to i mean i guess <laughs> i don't know it still is well i guess the, the elves <laughs> i i know i was reading about it like the elves were created in darkness from what i had read so they had no sun whatsoever so they were, that would they be were their the description as why they created. would be entirely pale yeah they um, were supposed to be the first to come to life but it yeah. was the dwarves that, that i just think um Story-wise, maybe if they made it today, there's no way they'd get away with it. No, I I, I think some diversity in casting um, would have been prudent. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that that um, that they could have added added to the movie having a little a little a little uh, just just a little goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if- um, hiding hiding um, uh, black people. Uh, under the the makeup of the orakai right? or the orcs or anything, yeah, yeah. right, um, isn't isn't enough? Like, because it's very much a choice. It could have, yeah, it could have very well. I mean, even if they were in the background, like background elves, um, or you know, just some kind of real world ethnicity to the the films would have been. Which I'm curious been, if they'll acknowledge in the amazon series 
Um, they probably won't. Oh God, like, there's going to be an Amazon series. Yeah, it's it's like a. I do this every time you guys raise something. Set right during like, uh, the Second Age. Second Age, yeah, Lord. yeah. So it's uh, like multiple thousands years before the Lord of the Rings. Um, Maybe they killed everyone off. Oh, <laughs> oh my! <laughs> if, if you weren't, if you were in a pink skin, you were just killed off. It's one of those things where they're going to be like, they're going to cast it diversely, but they're not going to say anything about it. Right. It's just going to be yeah. like, oh, I bet like, you, I yeah. bet you that's what gonna yeah. Um, which is great. Which is which is which, is what which it should what be. They should yeah. do. If we wanted to do like a diverse casting of Lord of the Rings ourselves, I mean, what would we choose? I'm thinking like Kevin Hart as like Frodo or something. I wanna... What do you mean? I gotta go take this ring. I gotta go take this ring. <laughs> we got like Idris Elba as Aragorn would be pretty good. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, I'd I'd uh, cast uh, the Rock as Gandalf. <laughs> so you got the Rock and Kevin Hart as yeah. <laughs> or or the Rock as Sam. God. Oh, the Rock is Sam. <laughs> But you have to make him really small. You yeah, have to yeah, make him yeah. small. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, uh, I, I think I think it has the same problem with women, um, that it does with with ethnicity. You think so? Yeah, because there's there's what three women characters, three in named shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and they're all bit parts um having a strong woman like if boromir was a woman yeah i think that would have worked really well even though they killed her off um faramir could have been a woman i know what you're saying but Um, i mean maybe this is me like i don't mean to be like an apologist for this sort of stuff but that's the whole point of um what's her name's arc throughout two towers and return of the king um arwen fade and yeah arwen like that's her whole arc is Arwen or Arwen? Thayden's Liv Tyler. Okay. <laughs> Liv Tyler. Um, Liv Tyler or uh, what's her face? Blonde Liv Tyler. Blonde, <laughs> blonde more attractive Liv Tyler. Uh, I still uh, think you're wrong on that, no, but think, we'll get past it. Uh, yeah. Aragorn's, I think they're both, they're, they're both pretty, even though Liv Tyler has her dad's mouth. <laughs> that makes it more attractive. we talked about this already last week um yeah aragorn's other lady like i think because that's her whole arc is 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 acknowledging that it is a man's game in that way yeah um, that, so she that has she can be a strong woman and giving yeah, her the kill for the witch king i think was was very yeah. was a very good scene but that's curious. not that's not fellowship though right that yeah. is mm-hmm. return of the king yeah. and i'm curious how much of that is in the theatrical release that's all in theatrical. She does the witch, she the does witch kill the witch king in theatrical. theatrical. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because no man can kill me. That was the whole that was the whole thing behind Ooh, it. I love that line. That was good. Um, um but yeah, in fellowship, then we only have Liv Tyler essentially as the only yeah. powerful woman in the in the movie. Yeah. But which she's only just she's a fodder fodder for for Aragorn. For, I don't think so. I, mean, I think for a lot of it she is maybe, but but her her um escaping the Nazgul and stuff I think is a pretty is a pretty great sequence. That's a cool scene. Yeah, yeah. You, it, it calling does, the water. And it stuff. does, but that's the only that's the only reason why she um is important is to get Frodo yeah. away and get him to Riverdale. After that, all she is is a backstory for Aragorn. It certainly doesn't. Setting up his backstory. She does, she does yeah. absolutely nothing for for 
the main story at all. Yeah. After that, in any in either Two Towers or Return of the King. What's the test where if two women talk about anything other than another man in a movie? It certainly doesn't pass that test. <laughs> no, I know what you're talking about. I can't yeah. think of it right now. Yeah. 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 I. Well, let's get into our favorite segment, ah, at least yes. me and Brandon's <clears throat> favorite segment, Blake's Character Corner. Yes. Yeah. Let's start off with The Fellowship. All right. So The Big Fellowship, we got uh, we got Frodo, Sam, Mary Pippin, Aragorn, Gandalf, Boromir, Legolas, Gimli. Ever get someone? That's nine, right? Yeah, nine. Yep. yeah, that's nine. Got yeah, nine. we got them all. Mm-hmm. Frodo, Frodo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, who else should I name? Because there's a lot of names in here. So, so I wanted to know if you knew the name of all of the real whole names of all of the hobbits. Oh, okay. Um, Frodo Baggins, mm-hmm. Samwise Gamgee, mm-hmm. uh, Mariatic Took, no. No, no, no. Yeah, Mariatic, uh, Brandy. Is it start with Brandy? Yeah, Brandy, Brandy Brine, or something Brandy, like that. Uh, Brandy, Brandy Wine. I had, I, I, Brandy I, Vine? I wrote them down. So, uh, and then it's Peregrine Took. Yes. Yeah. Brandy, Brandy Brook, Brandy Brook. Okay. Brandy Buck. Brandy Sorry, Buck. I can't read my own handwriting. Mariatic, Mary, Mary, Mariatic, Brandy, Brandy. Brandy Buck. Buck. Yeah. Yeah. And then Paragon Very took. good. Very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Lay it um, on me, fellas. What are we what's going on I like, here? Come on. I like I like Pippin's name. Mm-hmm. They call him Pippin. Why would they call him Pippin? I don't know. There's probably like a reason to it. I love Pippin. I feel so bad for Pippin. Oh, he just gets mm-hmm. Frodo is the only one that Gandalf doesn't shit on. Yeah, he just loves shitting on the hobbits. <laughs> the way he just tosses Sam around at the beginning, just like throws him onto the table. Yeah, after hitting him with his staff, yeah. <laughs> and then and then even um, after they're after they're in um, the mines of Moria, and after the fight, and and Pippin flies off of the back of the the cave troll. And lands on his back, knocked out. Everybody rushes to Frodo and totally forgets him. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not even shown in it again. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, well, he could be dead. We don't give a shit. And he started it all. <laughs> not not because he meant to. I mean, he was just checking out a skeleton and its head fell off and the rest of it. Yeah. If there's something the that I enjoy the <laughs> about the movies in general is how much they do focus on Mary and Pippin. Uh, I just feel like in most movies, those types of characters would just get cast to the side and not really play big parts in the story. But yeah, everyone in the fellowship really does have a, a increasing role role. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And cause it pretty much even, even through the two towers, they get separated more and more and more like the fellowship breaks apart and then Mary and Pippin break apart. And yeah. Legolas and Gimli have like the least. Yeah. Lines. Which is kind of surprising. Cause they, they are definitely some of the most popular, um, in terms of like their duo for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But they're just Aragorn's, uh, side hose. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do have their own, um, they do develop, you see, uh, the the hatred between dwarves and elves represented between um Legolas and, and Gimli. 
Um, and you see that friendship kind of develop. You see it develop throughout fellowship, them traveling together, and you see it develop throughout the entire three films. Um, which, which, which I think is nice. I think people connect with that. Um, to the point where they're, they're seeing how many people they can kill in battle yeah. and comparing it to one another. And then, you know, arguing friendly with each other about, you know, how many they killed and, um, lying actually about how many they killed in certain, <laughs> in certain points. Um, Legolas saying he killed less than what he actually killed. Mm -hmm. Um, especially in the, the two towers. So I, I don't know. I, I think that friendship is something that people connect with, even though it's, it's kind of minimal in, in the films. It is, it is in fellowship. It for is sure. very it's, minimal. It's, it's not yeah. much there in fellowship. Cause you do yeah. see Gimli, um, in the scene that was taken out in the ex in the non-extended um him uh with Galadriel's gift um that's kind of like a an him and elf elf moment which is kind of interesting why they why they cut the whole gifts giving um, um and 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 that scene that that scene is is beautiful to me um him saying how beautiful she is and him asking her for one hair and she gives him three um, that kind of, um, for, for two races that actually dislike each other to the point where they are completely separated in every way, um, in almost every way, we, we never see them together unless they are, are Gimli and Legolas. Um, I think that's really beautiful. I think it's, it's beautiful that she would give him, even consider giving him one hair she gives him three and, and it's such a precious gift to him. That means absolutely nothing. Everyone else is getting rope and, and stuff to fight with. And, you know, and, and his gift is so personal. I saw um, this, uh, like, a, a lore story regarding, uh, Gandriel's hair specifically, and there's this implication that Legolas would have known the story. At least I'd like to think um, that like in the early, like the first age of Middle Earth, like very old, a dark elf asked her for some of her hair and she said no because of what he wanted to use it for. And I can't remember the exact details right now. So there's power to the hair? There's no power to the hair. There's something about it that he... he, he wanted I think, a cloner. Yeah, he admired the beauty or something <laughs> just like he did. But, he, he wanted to admire it a little bit more personally than Gimli uh, might. Exactly. <laughs> that makes him the dark elf. But <laughs> elves have the power to to look into inside people's hearts and know what their intentions are and all mm. of this. And so she refused to give an elf her own kind of hair, but she gave it to to a dwarf yeah. and Legolas. There, you know, Legolas might have known that story that she didn't give it to an elf. And so I think there's that like bond that he he starts building that bond with Gimli there, and I think that scene needs to be in the theatrical. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think it should have been. I think it should have. Been. I think it's missing. Yeah, Galadriel's scenes as a kid confused me, and they still kind of confuse me in terms of the pacing of the movie. I think, like, I get why it's there, but I kind of don't 
still don't understand who Galadriel is and why she's th- why she's there mm-hmm. in that specific part because it seems like such a random encounter. It seems like such a random encounter of such mass importance, and then the whole like uh, I feel all the mystical magicness of her. I still don't understand the whole scene with her and Frodo where she just like blows up and a ghost <laughs> like and starts like yelling in the middle of the night. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's just, you don't understand? You don't I, understand that? I don't fully understand it. Um, she's telling him with, with the ring, this is what I will become. Well, I will I get, be I get more that. powerful. I will be more powerful than the foundations of the earth. I, I am, I will be the most powerful being. Everyone will love me and despair. Right. She's, she's, you got the whole quote going. Yeah. She, she is, she is, she is saying that she will be she will be the most powerful person with this ring ever to walk the face of the earth and even even it, it goes back to what gandalf was saying um whenever he tells whenever he he um whenever he refuses the ring from he frodo. refuses the ring from frodo he said you you don't understand with this i i i would want to do good but through me it would do evil um, the same thing is being repeated um, by a, by an elf, which is a lot more powerful than Gandalf, um, because her power, her the her ring, the power in her ring, the power in all of the rings is fading as the the as Sauron gets more powerful. So that's why the elves. That's why the elves are leaving. Their power is fading from Middle Earth. So that's where they're leaving. They're going someplace where they can be safe. Maybe I would have appreciated those scenes more if they had talked about them before. If they had context. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't yeah. mention Galadriel ever. Like even in Rivendell, they don't mention Galadriel, do they? Yeah. No. Um, and then they don't no. they don't mention those those elves. They don't And you say... don't connect it unless you connect her voice to the beginning mm-hmm. of yeah. the film. Yeah, yeah. And and it seemed like they had planned to go there, right? Because um the other elf wanted to talk to Gandalf, I guess, knowing that the fellowship would be passing through there, knowing that they would be, because obviously, I mean, they were ambushed, but yeah, I think, um, I think, I think they were headed that way. Legolas surely would have known where they were. Yeah. Legolas. Yeah. Knew. So Cause, I, because Legolas, Legolas is from the woodland realm. Yeah. Cause there he's with her in the Hobbit, I believe. Right. I can't uh, remember if Galadriel is actually with that. Group how many I different, I don't know groups of elves are there i don't know is it just the two no i i believe there's more okay there's more yeah there's probably there's probably a lot of uh different different elf, elf outposts elf but outposts, he's not yeah. from the one he's not from rivendell right he's not that's no, not his no. legolas isn't and even arwen arwen is galadriel's daughter um she spent time she had just gone back to rivendell whenever she meets um aragorn but she had she had grown up in the mm, yeah okay. I understand what it means to Galadriel. I don't understand how it fits with the plot. I guess, I, I guess understands the wrong word. That, I don't think it works in the pacing for me. That that this ring destroys everyone it touches. Yeah, I, I think Frodo's the one that needs to see that, and I think we're since we're on Frodo's journey, he's seeing everybody and their temptation for the ring. He's seeing. Mm-hmm. There's multiple scenes with Gandalf, Aragorn, Boromir just looking at the ring and talking to the ring instead of Frodo. 
and he's seeing what it does to people. And I think that establishes the importance of him being the one to take the, to make the trip mm-hmm. and him seeing him seeing how it, um, how it affects her and her telling, telling him it's, you know, that this is going to happen with one of your, your fellowship and it will happen to all of them. Eventually she convinces so him, she convinces alone. him that yeah. he needs to split from everybody. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's, that's really needed. Um, she, she warns him about Boromir. That's why after that, he's always like skittish around him. I agree that there's no context prior to there, that. Yeah. That it really, needs that. It does. I but agree. It, it, the scene's important for the rest of the movie, I think. Yeah. yeah. And that separation makes, makes Sam joining him so much, so much more. Cause it's, it's not only he needs a friend and Sam's a friend. It's that he's defying the odds that Galadriel said in that and said, whoever's with you on this journey is going to turn against you. And, and Sam, cho- and, Sam and he remembers that. that. And Sam, Sam is tempted once. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when is and, he tempted? Uh, whenever he has the ring after, uh, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. After when he, he gets return, the tower. In return of the King, right? Yeah. In return of the King. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and he tells Sam, "Give me, give me back the ring. Give me back the ring." And Sam has it, and then he kind of pauses for a second, and he's being tempted in that moment. But he hands it right over. Um, I think that that just reinforces that that um, the longer this ring is with you guys, the more it the person with you is going to be tempted to get it. And that's months later, too. Yeah, yeah. It just the makes whole Sam's journey so, so much more. Expensive. Yeah. So if, if there's any character that has valor and, and um, strength of, of presence and mind, it's Sam. Oh yeah. Sam's the best. Sam's Sam has the, the most emotional scenes. I think his speeches are always like, yeah. It, every time he has a speech, the Shire theme comes in mm-hmm. it starts swelling. Yeah. And uh, he's just as mean to, to Gollum is as, <laughs> as, uh, as Gandalf is to hobbits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he dinker. comes back even when Frodo pushes him away. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love mm-hmm. Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Even, you know, he accepts, he accepts Frodo's apologies, like with no explanation whatsoever. Which is interesting Um, because when I first watched The Fellowship, and this is kind of solved in the extended because there's like a, there's a pub scene with him and, and, and Frodo together that isn't in the original movie, I think. mm -hmm. Um, where they first no maybe it is because they first introduce the the woman he he marries eventually but that's not in the theatrical release well they, they is it not they first introduce her at at bilbo's uh birthday party okay so She's it's dancing that, that initial interaction is not in the theatrical release no that that they is were, they that's were in at, the theatrical release i thought they were at like a bar together or something and, and then they saw her yeah okay. yeah they're they're drinking at the bar i think um i think the scene is they're drinking at the bar and he keeps looking at her and Frodo saying, go, go for it, go for it. And he's so like, that no. is or isn't in the theatrical. I don't think that's in the that's theatrical. That's not in right. theatrical. So, yeah. so when I first watched this movie and even now, like if I were to look at the theatrical release, I would be confused as to how close Frodo and Sam are. I would assume when I first watched it, that they weren't exactly friends until they went on this journey. But 
they are close friends beforehand, mm-hmm. but uh, that's not established at all. Because the first time you see, really see them together is when Gandalf forces him into the house, and then it's like you're going on this trip with Frodo. Well, no, because they're they're at the they're at Bilbo's party together. Frodo and oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I do have a yeah. question. The only scene I can recall of Sam calling him just Frodo is when he wakes up in Rivendell, but for the rest of the series, he calls him Mister Frodo. Yeah, you is know, there a reason for that? It, I notice it only in Rivendell's that he calls him Frodo. Is he actually his gardener? Um, I don't, I don't know that he's Frodo's gardener. He may be. Um, maybe it was Bilbo's gardener. I guess it's it's yeah the, because Bilbo left Bag End to Frodo. Uh, Frodo is now um maybe elevated in stature, like like he keeps bringing up his gaffer. Um, which is his boss, his gardening boss, right? Um, he he keeps bringing up his old gaffer. Um, I think it it might be there might be some kind of in the Shire, um, some kind of social structure, yeah. where um, he calls Mister Frodo Mister Frodo because he is higher than Sam. It always and put in the their... end. He Frodo says, "This is you're not you're not you're not any higher than." I'm not any higher than anybody else. And you're high, actually higher than everybody else. It always put their relationship in a weird place in my mind for fellowship because it, it doesn't feel like they're friends to me until two towers. I think when they're until really the last under- scene in fellowship. Yeah. 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 When, when he's, when, when he's, when he rescues him from himself. drowning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is, which is, which is a, a, a scene that's mirrored whenever Sam rescues, um, rescues Frodo off the ledge after mm-hmm. the ring is destroyed. Right. Um, the same, the same yeah. hand grab. Yeah. Um, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if I were, if I were to say a complaint, it's that it feels like in the series that their relationship isn't fully earned in the two towers. Cause it feels like they were, you're supposed to assume they were much closer friends than I was led on in fellowship. Mm. I don't know. I always get that they're friends. I always get that they're, yeah. I guess with him calling For him Mister Frodo and not really many scenes of I think, them I think, being friends. I think Mister hangs you up. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if because if if I don't know. For me, it's marrying Pippin's attachment to Frodo. Like that relationship isn't established at all. Yeah. I think not as much, except for that scene with with all four of them trying to get Sam to go talk to. What's her name? Rosie. It's Rose for sure. Rose. Rose something. But other than that scene, I don't think there's enough to establish Mary or justification for Mary and Pippin to both go on this journey with Frodo. Yeah, I agree. It's it's more. It's definitely more egregious with Mary and Pippin. But I still feel like that same problem is is present with Sam to me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm I'm alone in that. But I've always felt that whenever I watch this, it always feels like I remember them being way closer in Two Towers and and felt and and uh, Return of the King. Um, yeah, I think with Mary and Pippin, um, it's it's really not established with mm-hmm. Mary and Pippin because um, they just bump into each other. They well, with stealing, <laughs> quite well, literally well, bump into each other. Yeah. yeah, and then they're like, "Where um, are we going?" Yeah, yeah, but right after, um, right after they bump into each other and fall down the cliff, they are then, um, one of the nine comes up, and they're safer in numbers. So I think I think it's logical to say that Mary and Pippin stay with 
Frodo and Sam because if they're on their own, they don't know what's going to happen to them. And they are far from home. Yeah. Yeah, because they're kind of, they're ushered into Bree. And then from Bree, they're almost murdered. <laughs> yeah. And they're just kind of like, hey, this Strider guy's going to keep us safe. We got to stick with him. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I, I think I think they just, because they're hobbits and they're used to being together, they just stay together thinking, oh, well, we're going to, they're going to help us get back home later down the line. They don't evidently have jobs. Um, not like Sam. Sam has a job. Frodo doesn't have a fucking job. Freeloader. Neither, neither does neither does Mary or Pippin yeah. that, that we know of. But Sam does have a job. One of them is playing in the band. So maybe that's their job. Really? <laughs> One of them is playing in the band. Well, it, at just, the party. it feels like it definitely feels like I the never Shire. noticed that. I never noticed that. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought they, they were fucking stealing uh maybe they're uh, just fireworks. dishwashers. <laughs> no, no, that was punishment for stealing fireworks. It definitely feels like the Shire is a little bit less it, it's not like uh everyone has their job from here and there, right? It feels like more of a they're they're probably a little bit of socialists in there, I think. If you, yeah, were to, they, if you were to they compare them to like Rohan like or Gondor, yeah, yeah. socials yeah, for walking sure. Walking on the table with no shoes on, <laughs> communists, entertainers. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Merry and Pippin are entertainers because they they are they do entertain everybody later on. Pippin has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Frodo. Okay, okay. Here's a question. I was just gonna say a joke. Frodo Baggins. Yeah. Why would he? It seems like someone's asking for Frodo Baggins. Baggins, they're Baggins, yeah, right. But wh- why is anyone asking for Baggins? Because they're looking for the ring. Who? Because because uh, Sauron found out Baggins Shire from uh, Gollum from Gollum. So he has. You're any, talking about any, the scene where in, he goes the, up to the bar and the yeah. prancing pony. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the prancing pony. So so people people. Not all people are good. We've seen mountain folk that are that are bad. I'm sure they would be in the Prancing Pony. So anybody, if if Sauron said you will be rewarded, or Sauron's minions say you will be rewarded if you bring me back a Baggins from the Shire. My We're, thing was, I thought that somebody heard the like the since the ring can be heard. I my assumption was that the ring or Sauron put in the minds of the people at the at the pub to ask about him or something. That was yeah. my I think they're mercenaries. I think they're 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 like bounty hunters looking. Maybe. I just feel like the Nazgul went to the Shire so quickly that it feels like in my mind that there shouldn't that it feels like they're the only ones that are looking for him at the it, time. It's very time Time sometimes in all three of these movies is so compressed in, yeah, in parts yeah. and elongated in others that that the time that it takes for like Gandalf to get from the Shire to Gondor and then back to the Shire seems like it happens really quick. Yeah, him going but to Minas Tirith and the, searching in, the scrolls. Yeah, but in yeah. the books, it's know, 17 years. Right, yeah, yeah, that we know it's so long but in the movie, it just like pop, pop, pop. It's done. A quick yeah. montage horse ride there. Quick right. scroll wonderful montage. montage. Oh, the Him horse like, riding montages yeah. in these movies? Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. with Especially with Gandalf going to Minas Tirith for the first time. Mm-hmm. The music getting so incredible. You see this incredible, uh, I don't know, what would you call that? I mean, I guess it's a city, yeah? 
Um, and then he goes and he's like searching through all the scrolls and it's super intense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and looking, um, reading, reading the scrolls and, and giving us, yeah, giving, (laughs) giving us a little bit of history. This is a movie you need to watch once in your life with subtitles. Yeah. There's no (laughs) way, there's no way you can't. We had a problem with the whispering. Yeah. Precious. This is this is some information that we're gonna give you, but it's really low. So. I think it also might have been because we did have like the AC blaring, so it was kind of hard to hear the quiet yeah. stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, the, the the there was a lot of whispering. There's a lot of a information lot of being told at low yeah. low tones. And it's like we're talking about the sound editing. They whisper so quietly, but then the music is so yes. loud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the fight scenes are loud. Yeah, they are. That's what this, put the, right to sleep. You know what else is really loud? <laughs> the Nazgul screeching. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate that. I hate that. It's like a cross between a loud bird and a squealing pig. <laughs> it is, yeah. And it just drives me nuts every time I hear it. Every time. I think it's meant to. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But like, yeah. Well, because it, it, every single time that that Frodo has the ring and they're around it. It feels like it's like way louder because it's supposed to be super pressing on Frodo. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it's used very well. I think, I I think, I think if it's meant to, to irritate and, and, um, call your attention to something, them calling to the ring. Um, I think it works very well, Mm. but yeah, it's, it's just, I, I hate loud high pitched sounds. All of them. Yeah. yeah, I can't even listen to high pitched comedians. <laughs> like <Yeah>. who? <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, there are, there are a couple um, couple comedians that I I love their work, but I just cannot stand their voices, uh, which is sad. Um, I wish I wasn't like that, but yeah. But here you are. But my hearing is my hearing, and. I've I've always felt like at least going through this time, the storytelling of it feels very much like mythology uh, throughout mm-hmm. like the series uh, because a lot of scenes and sort of actions and, and and specific things don't entirely make sense in terms of how a person would actually act, but it makes sense in terms of like how a mythological story would be told. Where there's certain omissions, there's certain things in in like all the mythology tales that don't entirely make sense, but it works as a story and it works as a tone that setting. And the thing that comes to mind is when Sauron gets his fingers cut off that whole scene. And it's obviously being told by, by Galadriel, but in the rampage he was doing, it doesn't make sense why he would just reach for a seal door. It doesn't make sense why he would get so close to let him cut his fingers off. Like he wasn't even trying to kill him. And that sort of stuff is just like, why would you do that? But it it works for like this fan, fantastical tale of like good versus evil and and like David versus Goliath sort of moment mm-hmm. where it just, it, it yeah, I think that sort of stuff. Well, I think you hit on something mm. that at the beginning, Bilbo is finishing up there and mm. back again. And at the end... Frodo is finishing up the Lord of the Rings. Right. Um, so um I think the mythology is there. I think it's built in. Mm-hmm. These are these are accounts, reaccounts from a person that's writing about them. 
um, they, they aren't, they aren't, um, they kind of aren't, aren't what really happened. They're, they're someone's account of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like jumping ahead to in return of the King, um, when, uh, blonde, <laughs> blonde live Tyler. Arwen. 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 It's an E. Okay. It, it's an E and I an think o. it's like Arwen. Okay, I think Arowen. it might be. Arowen. Um, when she kills the witch King, um, like, it's one of those theatrical things where it's like, there's a moment where like, why would the witch King just let her go like charge up <laughs> scream? And then because course, he doesn't believe he why, can be killed. And why would the witch King why? like just why? easily just emasculate Gandalf and then just let you <laughs> just walk up to well, her. Here's, actually, I have a question about I, that. I, I know a, this is I not a question. The King. I have a question. No, that seems too. an extended. Exactly. Yeah, it so is. What come, happens to his staff after that? Is it not in the movie? <laughs> How come how come the witch king can't be killed by a man but Sauron can? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he wasn't being technical, right? He said no human can no kill human, me. No man, no man Wait, can so kill I, me. I was I was confused when we were watching it. Is the witch king one of the Yeah, he's Nazgul? The- He's the nine. He's the he's, he's the one the, that stabbed Frodo. Okay, because yeah. I, I remember yeah. that, but it just seemed like uh, yeah. Whenever they're giving, whenever they're well, showing all the rings, mm-hmm. um, and they they show nine were given to men. Right. He's the one right up front. Okay, that's the witch. Because watching it, just the corrupted. random, like not giving him the title of witch king until. Um, Return Every, of the King. Everyone has multiple names in this. Right, this not universe. giving him the title. It just felt like crap. We need a secondary antagonist. Because he, let's if, throw if it if in. If that was here really now. how it was, he should have been like he should have had that helmet mm-hmm. in the first. In the first one. He does yeah. have the gauntlets. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm just and stupid. And the shoes and yeah. his his fancy shoes. But yeah, it's stuff like that scene with Aowen where it's like it doesn't make sense in like seeing it in the moment. And maybe it's because he thought it couldn't be killed by a man. But I think it's more like. It's it's so much more grand to say like she, like she took off her helmet, said these words, took a big cry, and then stabbed him in the yeah. face. Like that stuff is so much more. Yeah, and I it's, think that's what the series does. It's much more dramatic. So well. It's much more mythical. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love yeah, that about the yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And and it in the whole beginning in Shire just feels so storytell like beautiful, mm-hmm. great scenes. Yeah, which is missing from the theatrical release. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm. I guess I'd have to rewatch those because I might go back and forth and be like, "Extended edition sucks." Oh, I, you know, and I, I think we mentioned before, but with any movie that has a theatrical or a director's cut or anything or an extended edition, most of the time the the director is saying that the theater released is their is their actual vision because yeah, like, I know that's what Peter Jackson says about these that the theatrical releases. Is what he's mostly is what he's most content with. See, and then and then in terms I, of a movie, and then I argue if if that's what you're most content with, then why did you shoot all this other shit? Um, why would you think not having these, these? And I'm focused on the um, the Bilbo Baggins introduction of Hobbits in the Shire and Galadriel's gifts. Um, I'm focused on those more than anything else. Those two things bring so much um, to the movie for me. Why would those be just left out? If you are you that content with your movie that those two things, in particular, don't 
have any meaning for you at all that that's so confusing to me why shoot extra stuff why waste extra days extra time extra money extra manpower extra energy on shooting stuff that you're not going to put into your film i think what what i would in, interpret would be or what i assume is it's one thing for him to film the scene because from what i can from the production, it just seems like Peter Jackson's this huge nerd who just got so much money to make his, like, dream movie of all time. And when he sat down and he thought about, okay, this need, this movie now needs to be consumed by general audiences. I need to step back from my fascination with this world and these stories and, and, and acknowledge that the general audience doesn't need all of this additional things. And so maybe he's just, maybe that's his rationale for thinking for to tell himself that the theatrical release is what he cares about the most because he's making a movie for general audiences, not for himself. It's tough because, you know, a film three hours long, um, is someone not going, if a film is three hours long, is someone definitely not going to watch it if it's three hours and 10 minutes long? I don't know. At what point should you have an intermission? At what point? Hateful Eight at, had an intermission. At one point, at one point, do you decide, oh, this movie is way too long. No one's going to want to watch it. Especially a movie called Lord of the Rings, um, where millions of nerds are just going to watch it no matter how long it is. Um, Millions of nerds are going to flock to see this. I was one of them. I didn't care how long it was. I wanted to go watch watch Lord of the Rings. I wanted to go watch a movie, um, a book that that I have read. I knew the story. Um, I don't know. I don't think I don't think ten minutes worth of of two scenes that are are wonderfully done would matter. And that makes and me think that of ads and that that really do add. Um, they're not Arwen. They do actually add something to the movie. <laughs> I was going to say, you can cut out anything with a stupid elf face and this movie would be better. With a stupid elf with face? With a stupid elf she face. You would take Elrond out of it? Because he has the most stupid elf Most face. stupid elf faces you could take out. Maybe, I feel like Fellowship, there's, there's, I'm looking mainly at two towers here. Two towers, okay. I'm looking at you. You can cut an hour of stupid elf faces and you'd be a better movie. I don't know. They do all get massacred in two towers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is nice. Um, they're so pompous. They're so stupid. I know you say that, but of course, of course they are because they're thousands of years old. And why do they not have a population and, problem? If a race can live um, for thousands of years, why is there not a population problem? Because, because they're the smartest of all of them. They, they're, they're probably because maybe they only mate every thousand years. Yeah. Maybe we don't know. How they fuck. That's always the question we should ask any group of people. Maybe that's why Legolas <laughs> wanted to be with Gimli so much, because Gimli really liked to fuck, and 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 so did Legolas, but Legolas could only screw one, once every thousand years. It's so always possible Gimli. that Gimli is one of the dwarf women with a beard. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Legolas knew. <laughs> um, yeah. Which I'm interested to see. I, I can't remember if that was in the theatrical release. That was the the dwarf women dwarf sprouting women. out of the ground. That's in the theatrical yeah. release for sure. Yeah. Um, Gimli's all of Gimli's scenes are just wonderful. Mm -hmm. 
He is he is so good. He's so good. Yeah. And how they made that that great big man <laughs> really really tiny, almost as tiny. Because he's the tallest actor hobbit. of the Fellowship. Yeah. 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 And he's just barely barely a head above the hobbits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He shines especially in the Moria scenes when he's grieving for his uh his people. Oh, yeah. 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 In the tomb. Yeah. I love the when they're reading the the final words of uh yeah whose ever tomb it was and then you see the you see the 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 ink trailing trailing off and then uh they're coming they're coming yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> but, but yeah i always that that build up and then you hear the drums because he, he he writes about the drums and uh yeah it builds up so well you see the fire you hear the drums you see the cave i troll. was always I, I was always confused by the drums. Is the drums the Balrock or are the the drums the, the I'm assuming it's just like a it's just like a, a war instrument that the goblins use. And and here's a question, because they like right when they walk in, Legolas picks up an arrow and says goblins. And then uh-huh. they call them orcs for the rest of the time they're in there's Moria. both there's both okay, orcs and goblins. There, yeah. Yeah. Um the goblins are the they ones all that look come, the same. The goblins are the ones that can come down out of the ceiling like spiders. Okay. And the orcs yeah. are on the ground. Yeah. And the orakai are mixed between, are mixed between the orcs too, and goblins. But I believe... Oh, really? It, yeah. I believe... Oh. That's what they say in the They're movie. They're Saruman's but, creation. But I believe in... It's like a mixed cocktail. The, in, the, um, Book? in the books that Sauron mixed the, the wild men in the mountains and orcs and made the orakai. Mm-hmm. Like you mean make them fuck? however he did that genetic manipulation interbreeding (laughs) it's one of those things we talked about on saturday about how there's no established rules as to what their abilities are at all talking about wizards wizards or people of power or anything you know you don't know what gandalf or or saruman or sauron are capable of like there's no very soft magic yeah it's like oh Fireball, sure. Light bulb and staff. Yeah, but Sau- sure. Sauron, Sauron, and and um, Gandalf's fight, where they're just hitting themselves with, <laughs> <laughs> and then with, Gandalf with is break dancing on the floor. Yeah, yeah, his head spin. That that is the funniest fucking thing I laugh every time I see it. Because he's, he's stuck in place. He's stuck in place, yeah. and he's just. Spin pivoting on his, on yeah, his sideways on his head yeah. <laughs> like and the oh. whole time he's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah the whole scene honestly is just is silly to and me why wouldn't why wouldn't he just kill Gandalf and I know for a fact that it's a limitation because of the age of the actors like that's what it has to be yeah you couldn't have you couldn't have a wizard's duel like in the uh, Order of the Phoenix between <laughs> Dumbledore and Voldemort <laughs> yeah but but they can they can uh, I, I was always wondering why doesn't why doesn't um, Sauron kill Gandalf? Why I always wonder why, why doesn't Gandalf use his magic way more in the rest of the series? He could have destroyed half that army with one good fireball. I Gandalf yeah. needs more fireballs. Release the fireball cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, he well, says he says he says to the Balrog. He says that he's the keeper of the the secret fire of of something. 
Yeah. That his, frame of his, Udon. Yeah. Yeah. Frame of Udon noodles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so it's, he says there that he's power, he's powerful enough. And he tells the others that this is something that none of you can, can, can win a battle with. So run, go. And then he turns to fight. Um, which means he either he's either giving them time, but but it seems like I can battle you. I know how to beat you. Don't fuck with me. He's telling the Balrog. It's a sweet and he trash does talk. win. I think and then there's he something does win. about Gandalf that he doesn't like to showcase his powers if he doesn't have to. As yeah. inconvenient as that is during giant battles, because he goes into the battles with a fucking horse and a sword most of the time i think there's something there about him not showcasing his what he's capable of in front of man well he is writing shadow facts mm-hmm. um shadow facts fox is the, shadow facts is the king of horses yeah because he fox and he makes lots of horse babies shadow fox horses <laughs> shadow shags horses shadow shags come here come here shadow shags <laughs> Do you think back in like the old days there was a lot of horse fuckers? Oh yeah. What? <laughs> like like people. Yeah. People? People who who have sex with horses. No. You don't think Cuz now there was that there's that guy Mr. Hands who had like the video of him that <laughs> guy, he got right, he got let's... screwed by a horse and then he died. <laughs> His name was Mr. Hand. Yeah, so, all right, this is a side side tangent. Oh my he, god! He lived. I can't remember what state it was, but there was like a small community in the U.S. that allowed bestiality, and it was like a farm. What? It was yeah. It was I, like, thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was federally. No, no, yeah, it was it was legal in this one community, and it was a bunch of people that just like liked to get rammed by horses. And this one guy died. Got, yeah, he died. And I mean, it's a video online. If you just look up Mr. Hands, no. like, or something, <laughs> no. Uh, and, and, he died and then the community said that he just wasn't strong enough <laughs> is, is this on youtube no <laughs> no very famous guy mr hands that's shadow shags right that's there shadow shags yeah. mr hands no i don't i don't think there are a lot of people that that consider sex with animals um pleasurable how do you think gandalf got the powers of what of uh being the white Gandalf the White? Yeah. Well, he didn't shag the Belrock. He he fought the Belrock and he died and he was brought back. I don't know about that because do you remember seeing like the... He, he dies. Yeah, but you remember seeing the shot of him waking help. That's up? That's why he has to leave Middle Earth at the end. Do you remember seeing the shot of him waking up? That's a shag sound if I've ever seen <laughs> You know when he wakes up and the first thing you see is... <gasps> it's because they... Okay. I, whatever, I'm Brandon. Not, I'm not going to justify what... What what is and isn't Shadow Shags? Uh, I'm sure there are people that that do um, have sex with animals, and and I I don't think I think any inconsensual sex um, with with any being is is right, and animals cannot give consent. So in essence, you're raping animals but so scooby doo scooby doo does give consent scooby doo could give consent <laughs> no, because he, <laughs> he can talk he can talk just because say, something is able to talk doesn't mean it's 
It's of sound mind and body to give consent. Okay, Raggy. <laughs> Time for our rut ramen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Rick, Rick my rass, Raggy. <laughs> Ringer in my rut. <laughs> okay. Rondo my ruts. <laughs> Roll you out. <laughs> uh, before we keep moving on some more um, any last things we'd like to talk about I know I would like to talk a little bit about um, Boromir's well let's talk about it whole, let's talk um, about arc. Boromir's hole <laughs> wide open for shadow facts um, he, his arc is great at the end um, oh yeah yeah his his because he's definitely built up as a serious villain um, for, I don't like, think he's built up as a villain at all mm-hmm. I think he's built up as a patriot Everything yeah, yeah. he does, everything he's geared for is for Gondor. Yeah. Um, everything, every every movement he makes is for the survival of the people of Gondor. Um, it's it's no more than that. And so I, I I would think he's he's a patriot and he's willing to do whatever it takes to save his people. Yeah, I wouldn't consider him an antagonist. I definitely think, okay, maybe serious villain is not the right term, but he's definitely, he is absolutely built up as an antagonist in that final act. Um, I think he's meant to showcase his temptation of the ring more so. I think it's the ring's effect on him. But his, I think his, um, his uh, recovery after the fact is meant to be more of a a surprise sort of. uh, You mean with Aragorn? Or uh, with or him helping the Mary, Mary and Pippin at the end there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because even even throughout the most of the Fellowship's existence, he's kind of going against what they're saying and not saying that. Well, because he wants to take the ring no, to exactly. Gondor. No, exactly. But, but that, in that case, he is an antagonist of the Fellowship. I, I don't think I, I don't I, think we need to put antagonism to evil intent. No, I think antagonism no. to the purpose. But of he's the willing to go along with the fellowship. He's willing to go along and go wherever right. they they go. He he's just he's just pushing it to where you know we need this is the best place for the ring. In his opinion, is Gondor because that's where he believes that Mordor will for, will first attack. And they have been attacking. So so he thinks the, the best place, he wants to use the ring. He still believes he can use the ring to defend Gondor. Mm-hmm. Um, where other people have been shown that you, no one can use this ring. Um, it belongs to, to Sauron and no one else. Um, he doesn't understand that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get that. Because he's so focused... He's so focused on his patriotism and his allegiance to Gondor. Yeah. Which is a, a nice foil for Aragorn, who is so doesn't even want to be associated with Gondor out of fear of wanting to use the ring like his like his ancestor did. <coughs> and so excuse me. Seeing Aragorn and his hesitancy to even come close to the ring when when Frodo's near him or anything like that. And seeing Boromir and how keen he is on on being as close to the ring as possible, their final scene together is is really touching. That mm-hmm. Aragorn acknowledges that he can't just hide from his 
from his responsibilities, he sees this, he sees Boromir's patriotism mm-hmm. and he sees what, what he died for. And I think that motivates Aragorn later in, in the later films to, to take on the role of the king. Yeah, he promises him that he will. Mm-hmm. And, and when, <coughs> pardon me. And when Boromir calls him my king, um, that's very touching to me. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really, uh, yesterday when I watched it, I teared up. Um, I think it, I think that's, that's, it's sad and it's touching and it's, um, knowing, uh, in the next movie where he comes from that, that his father's such a shit, mm-hmm. um, especially to his brother. Um, and he turns out to be such a, a good person Yeah, from that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel, feel sadness for Boromir. I feel sadness that he was killed so early mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the series. Yeah. yeah. And, and using the audio of him blowing the, the horn, the horn of Gondor. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and knowing that's him saying, Hey, I need help, but it's also, Hey, over here, like getting, getting attention, um, maybe not purposely away from Frodo, but that's what it's doing. And, and having, uh, Legolas, Gimli and Aragorn running towards that. And you know, you know, what's going to happen. Even your first time watching, you know, it's not going to end well for Boromir and, uh, yeah. Having those audio cues and him just going full stop for, for Merry and Pippin is yeah. So good. Yeah. And they still get abducted, Mm -hmm. but he takes a bunch of them down with them. And then you get a cool fight with Aragorn and, uh, I know it has a name. What's his name? The head orakai. The only colored person in this movie. I think you have to say person of color. Person of color. I think you can say colored person. You're right. You're right. That is on me. Oh, you racist motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) You guys can talk about bestiality. Okay. uh, Okay. Well, okay. Sex sex with Pippin. Acceptable or unacceptable. Yeah. He's kind of dumb. He's 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 somewhat dumb and he's the size of a small child. <laughs> but Pippin's like you 50. Dear headlights, buddy. Pippin yeah. and Mary are like 50. Scooby Doo is Scooby Doo like, is too. Is like 50 in dog years, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, come on. So, so is the rule dog years or human years? Uh relative years. Yeah. All right. So, fine. L- Lurks so is- how however long you've been relatives, that's that's <laughs> <laughs> Lurts is the or kind name. Ah. Lurts. Lurts. It sounds um, Jewish. Yeah? Lurts. Doesn't that sound like a Jewish name? I, I don't know. I c I don't think my knowledge of mm-hmm. of <laughs> names is enough. Oh, so much running. <laughs> uh, All we do is run. <laughs> any uh, last things you guys want to talk about? I don't know. I have. I don't, my, I don't think so. I have Aragorn is hot and I want to fuck. You want to fuck Aragorn? Yeah, I want to fuck Aragorn. Yeah. Yeah. I've known that uh, about clean, Blake since like the first cleaner, day. Dirty, yeah. clean, clean or dirty, though. Dirty. There's there's times where he's, he's dirty and he's greasy and he has dirty hands like everyone else in the film. <laughs> um, and there's times where he's he's clean he's and he looks cleaner. like he, he smells clean and he looks clean, but he still has dirty hands. No, you want the dirt. You want the musk. You want him <laughs> raw and wriggling. Raw and wriggling. Oh, my. Yeah, he is kind of hot in this movie. He's hot. So is Legolas. So 
Yeah, Legolas is they're hot. hot. Pippin's hot. Pippin's yeah, hot. Pippin's a cutie. And and Frodo's Frodo's cute. Elijah Wood's cute. I'd say Mary's hotter than Pippin. Yeah, I think you think Pippin's, so? Pippin's got that like. I'm I'm a Mary guy. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean, but I think Pippin's got that that nice innocent look to him. You know, he's got like that. Ooh, like he's he's never he hasn't been there, but you're gonna take him there, sort of thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, you can you can learn him a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> come on, let's try this. Come on, come on. Uh, you guys want to move on to some quotes? Uh, yeah, might as well. So did you did you watch Lost? Do you like Dominic and Lost? I did not watch Lost. You didn't? I know he's, he's, Pippin's in it, right? Uh, or is no, it Mary. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's Dominique um, DeCoco. Monahan is his last name, I think. Yeah. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Lost though. Oh my god! Neither of you are nerds of the highest degree. See, I feel I'm kind of. I've been. I love. I've Lost. been turned away from the the last season of Lost. Who who turns you away from the last season of Lost? Every, last season of Lost. Every single person every who person watched except Lost. Except you, Brandon. Um. Everybody who's ever watched Lost complains about the last season of Lost. It's because they're all atheists. Yeah. Hey, last, you're an atheist. Last, last season of yeah, but I my mind is open to other things. It's not. You hear that? The, he's, the a, way, he's a Christian. The way leaning nut. The way is never shut. Um, to the openness of my mind and the acceptance that you know, other people uh, have different views of different things, and this is just a a story about good and evil and what happens when we die the way is shut but it, it was very uh, to me it was very interesting yeah um i i loved the last season of lost and, and even the last episode i think it was uh i think it was done very well well to take your word for it i probably won't watch it don't send me hate mail i won't read it <laughs> uh yeah you want to start with your quote brandon we'll kind of go in a circle oh shit my quote Yes, um, I'm going to say the quote that um, that connects most with me, and that is uh, that is Bilbo talking to um, talking to Gandalf, and he says, um, "I know I don't look it, but I'm beginning to feel it in my heart. I feel these. I I feel. Um, I can't read my handwriting. Uh, let me start over again." I know I don't look it, but I'm beginning to feel it in my heart. I feel this sort of stretched, like butter spread, like brother scraped over too much bread. I need a holiday, a very long holiday, and I don't expect I shall return. In fact, I mean not to. That's how I've felt periodically uh, over the past you know, 15, 20 years, like butter scraped over too much bread. Mm. Um, yeah. It's a good analogy. It, 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 it connected with me as soon as I, I, I saw it and read it. And I, I, I don't know. It always does. It always does get me. I always look forward to hearing him say that. And it's, it's how he feels, how the ring has just stretched him so thin um, but he doesn't know that it's the ring. He doesn't know why he feels this way. Um, I think it's beautiful. I mm. think it's nice. Yeah, I agree. How Was about it? you, Jose? I am struggling to find it. If you want me to go, I'll go. Please go ahead. I struggle to find it a lot. It? Yeah. What's it? My wiener. <laughs> 
Uh, my quote is one does not simply walk into Mordor. <laughs> no, I'm not going to choose that one. <laughs> um, uh, that was Gimli, right? No, that was uh, Boromir. Oh, that was Boromir. Yeah, it's the kinda... meme. One does not simply walk into Mordor. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I have a couple that I could choose between. I'm going to choose. Um, I, yeah, I'll go with the so the real unprepared. One. The both of you. We do this every I know, week. Almost but there's so many. Um, hey, why don't you just take a quote from the movie instead of scrolling through fucking quotes on the internet? Okay, here's one like, of my I favorite I can say quotes. another one. Uh, it's when Bilbo's <laughs> at his uh, 111th birthday and he's talking to everyone on the stage. <laughs> I don't know half of you half as well as I should like, and I like and I like less ha- less than half of you half as well as you deserve. <laughs> that, that was my second quote. <laughs> It's pure silence after uh, yeah. no one fucking no gets one, it. No one, it's like no one gets it. And yeah, it's like, what did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm going to go with the quote that just made me laugh um, the most rewatching it. And it's when uh, Pippin, they're in the Mines of Moria and Pippin knocks over the the armor into the well, I believe it is. And Gandalf says, fool of a tuck, throw yourself in next time and rid of your stupidity. <laughs> yeah. He's so mean. So mean. He's so, so mean, mean to the hobbits. I just don't understand why he loves Bilbo and and Frodo, Frodo so much. Yeah. <laughs> because they're the means to an end. Mm. Um, Bilbo was the means to the end of the dragon to the mountain. And Frodo is the means to get rid of Sauron. At least Gandalf's not as using as Dumbledore. Yes, yeah, yeah, he is. He is using, which which makes all wizards, all wizards are using people, creatures, to get something in return. Yeah, they're not. They're not on the up and up. Wizards are evil, all of them. I agree. Meme reviews. I do like. Um, I do like. Um, Breakfast, second breakfast, 11Z's, lunch, tea, <laughs> dinner, and supper. <laughs> I love the dinner and supper are two different meals. Actually, dinner and supper are two different meals in, in like Oklahoma. Is supper after dinner? They have, they have, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? They have, a, they have lunch and then dinner, which is like a, a, like a snack between lunch and supper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah four four meals a day four meals a day in my grandparents house yeah if if we're giving like a second quote i i do really like um gandalf uh talking to frodo in the mines and this is just a very great foreshadowing line when he when frodo says he he uh he wishes that bilbo should have killed killed gollum and um I forget. Does Frodo say he pities him? It's a pity yeah. Bilbo didn't kill him when he had the chance. Yeah. yeah. And then Gandalf says, uh, "Pity. It was pity that stayed Bilbo's hand. Many that live deserve death. Some that died deserve life. Can you give it to them, Frodo? Do not be too eager to deal out death and judgment. Even the very wise cannot see all ends. My heart tells me that Gollum has some part to play yet, for good or ill. Before this is over, the pity of Bilbo may rule the fate of many. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Yeah. And knowing." Knowing how big, because you only see his eyes like a couple times, right? In this movie, yeah. yeah. When you see him kind of crawling in the shadows, right? And then he's he's floating. If you you blink, you miss it. And then you see him behind the log Mm -hmm. a little bit in the water. 
knowing how huge of a deal he does play in Two Towers and, and Return of the King makes that line so much more powerful because, yeah. yeah, it really does. And and he do, he plays a part for better and for worse. So, yeah, it, yeah. it's very... It's very, it's very strong. Because if you were to see him, you would initially think this this person is is, and it's the story of the ring too. Like you would say, this person is full of nothing but evil, but he's he's but struggling he's so much with his own identity. Well, there's a love hate. Mm-hmm. He um, Gandalf says he loves and hates the ring just as much as he loves and hates himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's very connected to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see and we see it in in the two towers where he loses. He loses that evil part of him for a minute, um, right before he's caught by Faramir. Fucking Faramir and it's really the only, and it's really the only thing that keeps Frodo allows Frodo to have any compassion for him. That conversation with Gandalf, mm-hmm. yeah, which <clears throat> Sam's not a part of. No, so um, well, Frodo also yeah. wants there he wants there to be redemption in Gollum because that would mean there's redemption for, for himself. himself, right? Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Okay, meme reviews. Um, I am going to give this three Galadriel hairs out of three because that's, it's, it's just, it's so moving to me. Um, and it, and it, it hurts that it's not in the theatrical release to me. To me, it takes away from the movie. It doesn't add to it. It's a great soft side from Gimli. Or it adds to the movie. It doesn't take away from it. And and it should have been in the theatrical release. I'm going to give this movie three out of three arrows to Boromir's chest. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. He only needed the one. Yeah, they're all in need... slow motion. Too. Yeah. No, he was, uh, he was battling after the first second. And yeah. yeah. You want to add that scene? Take out all the slow motion from the movie and it'll be the same runtime. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it, I wouldn't I'll, mind I'll, if it was regular decent slow motion, I'll, but it's I'll, that shitty. Yeah. All yeah. the d- drop framed slow motion. That's, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but when Frodo is fading, oh, it, like the his <laughs> awful, awful effect of him like fading out and Elrond fading in. Oh my god, <laughs> the white. So it's one of the, the worst scenes in the whole it's series. The whole series. Yeah. It's awful. Well, that's what I my, thought you meant by by stupid elf faces. <laughs> that's always. why I said Elrond yeah. has the yeah. stupidest elf face ever. <laughs> Uh-huh. What about you, Blake? I give this movie two breakfasts out of two. <laughs> Second breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love, uh, I love how much they eat, and Sam's the only fat one, really. Yeah, stupid fat hobbit. Well, because Mary and Pippin have to <laughs> run with their food; they have to steal it and run. <laughs> That's what they run off all the calories. Yeah. Uh, I can start with my real review. Alrighty. This is a ten out of ten. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna spoil. I'm gonna spoil all these. Every single Lord of the Rings is a ten out of ten for me. Um, I mean, this is obviously a thing where like I'll compare them, and I think some are better than the others. But I, I think, I mean, my my rating scale that. is so fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my rating scale is so fucked. Oh this yeah, is a we 10 know. Out of ten. And uh, <laughs> there's no way around it. I mean, I, 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 it obviously has its problems, but it's not worth mentioning. It's, it's, it's such a beautiful movie. It's so moving. It's, it was such an integral part of my childhood, even though I wasn't allowed to watch it for such a long time. Um, I'd always, even though I went for just the Urukai scenes, I would always enjoy the, the feelings that, that even though I didn't fully understand what the scenes meant at the time, the way the music and the lighting and the colors and, and just the overall vibe of this movie was always so beautiful. And, uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things where like it's such a 
a wise movie mainly in like what Gandalf says and everything, but I feel like there's always so many lessons through each of these characters that just, yeah, they work really well. I think if I were to watch this, if I had seen this movie when it came out in theaters as a standalone movie, not having the other two, not having been released, I would, I would give it a lower score. I think as part of as a bookend for the whole series, it's it's way better of a movie. Like knowing that it's building up, knowing to how much it builds up and how much of it gets is satisfied and fulfilled at the end. Yeah, it's like the first act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's um, it's phenomenal doing all of that, setting up the movie. I th- it's not my favorite of the three, but I think I liked it more than Two Towers. I'll give it nine out of ten. Wow. Yeah. I give it an eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's some connective tissue that um that is missed. Um I think I think the film was made um believing that most people that are gonna watch the film have read the book and that they didn't need that connective connective tissue that and that's what you were talking about not getting what um what the extent of of powers were or why elves hate elves and and dwarves dwarves hate each other just racism or um you know the 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 time um compression in certain parts um that's all like explained in in the book um you don't get that in the movie so there are there are certain things where and i and i know that not all of the book can be um can be the movie or it'll you know it'll be a 12-hour movie but um i think that there's a lot of stuff that connects um things places and actions to each other that's just missing yeah and we just deal with it. Um, but I think it's missed. I think it's really missed, especially mm-hmm. someone who, if, if someone was coming to watch this movie, like, like um, Jose said, just as a standalone movie, just watching it, not knowing anything about Lord of the Rings, I think you would be kind of dissatisfied. I really do. Um, I think you would be more satisfied with the next movie and the next movie, because this is just a setup for the next two movies. Um, it gets you involved in this um, in this transport of the ring and why it needs to be, um, why, why it needs to be destroyed. But, um, but yeah, it's an eight out of 10 for me. An example of me of like what I felt for that specifically, Brandon is this, the very last scene of the movie or not the last scene, but, uh, Sam telling Frodo that he promised that he would stay with him. I felt a lot more emotional watching it, having seen Return of the King, than I did when I first watched it on Saturday. Watching it, the movie a second time today, knowing what they you go through. You can put through, it in context now. I felt a lot more emotional watching the scene than I did when I first watched it. Yeah. 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 And, and it, it is and interesting because they, they shot all three of them simultaneously. Yeah. So. I think it has the record for one of the longest... Uh, shoots. Yeah, it makes it makes Boromir's death scene and him talking to Aragorn um, more meaningful as mm-hmm. well, right? Um, 
yeah, you lose you lose a little bit of that. I think um, just walking in blind. I think a, a person would lose lose a lot of that. And I love I love all three of these these films. Um, I loved watching them all back to back. I've only ever done that myself. <laughs> um, so it was nice. It was nice. It was a lovely time. Yeah. I love. Did marathons. we even talk about what we ate? No, we didn't. Shit. This is just with a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about it halfway, but I was like, "No, we're we're having a good time." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can talk about it now. There's no, uh, there's nothing to say that we can't. We ate bread and cheese and tea and butter and tea and butter. Yes, and carrots. Only Blake ate the carrots though. (laughs) I had so many carrots. I had so much cheese. I had one. I, love I ate as much cheese as I possibly could. I'm can. healthy, guys. I'm a healthy fella. I was going to cut up some celery, too. Mm, I wouldn't have eaten that. No, I would not have touched I that. I would have eaten the celery. I've I always like seen the fact, and I'll always think about it. You burn more calories eating celery than you do get from eating celery. That's what? You burn more calories <laughs> eating celery than you get from the celery. Yeah. 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 Um. You burn yeah, more that, calories running lettuce. on a treadmill as you eat, <laughs> as you <laughs> eat the celery. <laughs> I had that discussion with my brother today. He said, are you using your treadmill? And I said, yeah, I've used it for 40 minutes. And he said, today? I said, no, in the past three months. <laughs> we got we to gotta do a thing where like you're holding a carrot stick or something in front of you. So you, you got to run towards it. Chocolate bar. Yeah. <laughs> a carrot stick won't make me walk on a the treadmill. Chocolate covered carrot stick. Uh, just <laughs> trick him. <laughs> what yeah. are we watching next week? Ah, let's see. Let me huh. pull it. Pull it, pull it. Ah, since I chose Agent Cody Banks, it is my turn yet again to pull it. Drum roll. No, you don't have to do drum roll. That's annoying. The movie that we will be watching next week is hopefully not mine again. Excuse me. It's yours. yours. It's mine. I don't know if I should put it away. Why not? Why? I just feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what movie is it pirates of the caribbean <laughs> i say let's do it let's do it yeah let's do it pirates sure. of the caribbean <laughs> sure pirates of the caribbean the curse of the black pearl we, get, we get to watch two uh two orlando boom movies in a row oh wow. that's right that's let's right. just throw make a make it the third one. I'm down. Let's do it. Let's find another Orlando Blue movie. Let's do a marathon of uh, all the pirates movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh man, I'm actually I'm really excited to talk about this movie. This is this is a ten out. Of, I'm already saying it's a ten out of ten. This is a ten out of ten. It's a ten out of ten. Yeah. It's such a fantastic movie. I, I can't. I I know how I feel about this movie, but I I don't remember the last time I watched it. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while for me. Yeah, I mean. It's one of those where it's like, you're going to make a movie out of a fucking theme ride and kill it. And, and kill the ride. It. They killed the ride because they got rid of the prostitution part. No, <laughs> well, the, sell, the selling women part. The selling women part. Liberal cucks coming in and getting rid of my favorite part of the ride. I don't know that that's due to the movie, though. That no, wasn't due to the movie. movie. It's that due was to, before. It's due to liberal cucks. That, that was before. Liberal cucks, well, SJW no, they, cucks. They, they, twisted her, they twisted it around to where the women are now chasing the men. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what it is yeah. now. And then the women yeah. are, are well, what are they selling now? They're not selling women anymore, but there's like a woman holding the auction. 
to sell but hens or something. I think it's, it was, I think it's chicken. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. But it was, but that part of the ride was funny because they were all ugly. <laughs> <laughs> they were selling wives, but they were all ugly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Buck I mean, tooth and yeah, I think the problem was no chin. Yeah. They, they, they <laughs> raided a town and stole women and sold them to other people. I mean, the same thing is happening to jungle cruise. Um, right now. Yeah. They took yeah, out yeah. Trader Sam and they took out, um, same thing with uh splash mountain as well. Yeah. But that's not happening currently. Yeah. Oh, they're not doing it right now. I know they're going to do. They're it replacing real all the Song of the South things with uh, Princess and the Frog. Is yeah, it? they're changing yeah. it to Princess and the Frog, but they're dragging their feet. Yeah. So it was supposed to be done by now. It should have been. Not it done. would have been the it's perfect time done. to do it during the. Uh, yeah. I think they were working on other things. Yeah, I, I think that's things. a fantastic choice. I that think is that a good idea. Really, I, I think it's. Really well. I think it's a good idea. I um. For 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 Disney to um not put song of the south out either on disney plus or on dvd mm-hmm. or anything just pull it and then theme a ride around it it just <laughs> seems ridiculous to yeah. me like someone said well if we're not going to sell the 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 vhs and dvd and the blu-ray or have this on disney plus in the future then Let's just make a theme ride out of it. Disney well, has no idea what things are offensive <laughs> or not actually offensive. Um, uh, an interesting example I of think that. Their intention is good, but um, it, it's just they just change. have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> um, the Lego company recently released a new version of the Slave One, and Disney requested Lego to change the name of the box of the ship to Boba Fett's starship instead of slave one oh yeah oh my so they have no idea which things are are offensive or not they're just like let's just take everything that could be offensive out like my favorite part of parts of the caribbean my favorite part is them dunking the man in the um the well yeah and 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 then him coming up and him spitting the lady Spinning in the house, yeah. like saying, "Don't be cheeking." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that ride. I like it. It's a nice, uh, it's like, a nice, cool place. A nice to relaxing get ride. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dead men tell no tell. Oh, I could just feel. I could feel the air. It's a nice like that. Take a break. Like take a load off your feet. I'll fall asleep day. on that, right? Yeah. My favorite, my favorite Mine's is small world. The, the lightning yeah, bugs. About. <laughs> the lightning bugs in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I fucking love those. I've always loved those. I want someone to throw me some food from the cafe. I've eaten there. How is it? It's okay. Yeah. Is it worth the price? Uh, I don't think any food at Disney is worth the price. The clam chowder and the bread bowl? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's Oh, that's in Orleans Square. Yeah, that's always Yeah, it's good. good. It's, that's good. Yeah, I think I had a Monte Cristo sandwich. In there. Those are good too. Yeah, it was good. Churros, was good. Uh, uh, turkey leg. You see, they're doing like the pickle corn dogs. That sounds oh, disgusting. Yeah, that it's, sounds it's gross. like yeah, it's pickle with a hot dog in it, and then it's breaded like a corn dog. Oh, I feel like I'm. I never want to talk about it again. <laughs> I think I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been dinner with a movie. We talked all about the Ring Lord. 
ship the fellow the, the- <laughs> <laughs> curse of the black pearl <laughs> so join us next week as we talk about arg about arg, arg. arg. about pirates about Orlando Bloom. We talk about Arr, how he's changed We're talking about Orlando Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> That's great.